Hi guys, this is Carrie Fullerton, profesh Fullerton's Professional Organizing. And today, because I, I did some research on craft room organization, and since these ladies pretty much gave us a tour of everything that they did in their craft room, um, I'm going and... And, it w and each one of these ladies, it was very lengthy. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about how Becca Cortis or Cortice, I'm not sure how you pronounce her last name, how she uh, talks about organizing her art supplies. She does a lot of um, calligraphy and, um, but Nevertheless, we're going to talk about how she organizes those supplies, and she also has a um, dream box, but I don't have any pictures of that for you. You'll, you can look that up. And then Debbie Woodsit, uh, her craft room hacks, and, and we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, Haley McAra, Haley uh, how she organizes her craft room. Um, but like I said, since these were like very lengthy, very, um, long and very detailed, I thought I would just touch base on all three of these, um, and give you some ideas. All right. So Becca Cortis or Cortice Becca gives us her top tips for keeping our art supplies organized both functionally and attractively. Do what you can to have your supplies visible so it's not only easy to pull things out, but to put things back because she showed us how she used to organize with all these little plastic see-through uh, bins. I think they were used for... Um, scrapbooking and she had them all stacked on a shelf and they worked great for her but she just got tired of unstacking them and restacking them so that's one of the things that she did not she just got tired of doing that um so becca says, I've always been obsessed with art supplies and creative tools, but over the last five years, my art business has grown and so has my art supply collection. So she has quite a collection. Expect your craft space to evolve over time as either your business grows or your hobby grows. When choosing shelf storage, consider it having to move stacked bins will be something that will annoy you when you need to get to your supplies. So those were those scrapbooking bins. Now she still uses those scrapbooking bins, but she just kind of configured things differently so that it made it easier to pull them out and open them up. If you are considering plastic drawer units, be aware that they will not work well with heavier supplies, which will cause the drawers to stick to not close and operate as they should. And I think we've all experienced that if we've bought those plastic drawers. Um, until you know you are serious about your crafting, it may be best to avoid investing a lot of money in storage. Ikea has some good options for shelving that is functional and pretty. 
check Michaels and Ikea for bins to hold supplies. They both have a variety where you can look to see what will work best in your home for your particular supplies. And like I said, a lot of the organizers use those um, scrapbooking bins. Um, they're big enough to where they hold a lot of supplies, but they have a lot of dividers in them. Um, a good tip for organizing is to categorize your like items, such as all painting items, all lettering items. Uh, and she says group the items by type, not by color, until it comes to the, the once you get all the categories and you have paint, you know, and then you can, and papers, then you can organize there are certain things that you do organize by color, but, um, but do it by category and type first. Then if you want to put them in the rainbow colors, you can. Uh, because the pretty, the, uh, the grouping by color looks pretty, but it's not always practical. When in doubt, rainbow it out after you have things organized by type then you can then organize the types in rainbow order. Leave a few spots for overflow or a junk drawer. These are places you can throw the messy things in when the rest of the area is neat and organized. Now, a lot of organizers have different beliefs on that. They say, you know, you should never have a junk drawer because if you call it a junk drawer, then it's always going to be junky. But if that works for you, if you have a bin that you can just throw things in and you can put away later and you actually put it away later or you can just push it in and no one sees it, uh, as long as you don't forget about the items in there and forget about it, um, you know, that may work for you. Now, Debbie Whitsitt, Debbie shares with us the thought process she uses to organize her craft room to be both functional and budget friendly. It's okay to leave something out and not put it away when it is an item you use every day. You know, if it's something you use every day, then yes. <clears throat> but that's another thing organizers would like for you to be able to put it away every day and still be able to pull it out every day in a more uh, easily positioned. But there are some things, if you use them every day, then you can leave them out. Debbie Witsit says, when it was all junky and not organized, I found that it just wasn't fun to work in. It sort of stressed me out. Once I finally came upon these organizing systems, now I love to come in here and work. She says, labeling is critical for organization. You can see at a glance what's inside and it helps you know where to put things back. Clear bins are helpful to see not only what is in there, but also to see the colors of the items. Utilize wall space such as mounting paper sorters on the wall to hold your cardstock. Don't forget to shop your house for storage containers because by, uh, before buying new ones. Now, here are some action steps to take. Craft storage can be affordable. The Target dollar spot has a lot of options, especially during the back to school 
season. And this is just what I'm going to add in for you. I usually start at the Dollar Tree and look for the bins that I like. I usually try to look for the clear and white. But in my craft room, I do have, as you can see, I have uh, aqua and hot pink. So I have the aqua curtains. I have pink carpet, the hot pink carpet. So all of my bins on my craft storage cabinets are going to be clear, white, and hot pink. Um, now, I do have some aqua, and I can switch them out, but I think this is how I finally have it exactly the way I like it. But I do start at Dollar Tree first, then I Walmart. Of course, she mentions the Dollar Spot. I don't think I've ever found any containers at the Dollar Spot, but I haven't been to Target in years. Uh, and... Um, 99 cent store, if you have a 99 cent store, that's all always going to be an inexpensive option. Then, once you've hit all the dollar spots and all the inexpensive, of course, don't buy anything just because it's the cheapest. Buy it if it's going to function for you, the space and for what you need it for. Then, if it doesn't, then go to places like Michaels and Hobby Lobby and um, home stores to get what you need because it should be as easy to put away as it is to leave out. That's just my extra tip here. But we're going to go back to Debbie Whitsitt. She says, um, what did she say? Oh, where were we at? I lost my place. Use the containers with different compartments for items. Oh, okay, wait. Craft storage can be affordable. The Target Dollar Spot has a lot of options, especially during the back-to-school season. Use containers with different compartments for items that you have a small quantity of or for smaller supplies to keep them from getting lost. Um, now, she loves lots of bright colors, so in her craft room, she had stuff from the Dollar Spot and ex other places in all different colors. And she had the rainbow colored bins all over her craft room, and that's what she loves. Me, I kind of like a uniform look, so um, that's why I have the, the clear and white and um, hot pink. So look for what makes you, the colors that make you happy. And organize not only with bins, but keep like items together by type on a shelf. She has all of her glues in one bin. No matter what kind of glue it is, at least now she'll, she knows exactly where all of her glue is. No matter what the glue is used for, she knows where it's at because it's all together. Now, you can probably, on that shelf, divide it out by types of glue, but at least all the glues are together. Um, store items that need to be sorted by color, such as vinyl or felt in colored drawer units. Use comic boards, comic book boards to wrap your fabric pieces. This allows you to store it vertically by color in storage cubes. And buy extra bins to leave empty so that you have space to grow. This always allows the bins to match 
in case you can't find the same ones later, especially if you're like me and you want everything uniform. And I will do a video on my craft room soon. I've got two videos I need to make, one for my organized garage and one for my uh, organized craft room because it has changed over the years. Alright, now we're going to talk about some ideas from Haley McGara. And I will leave information about these ladies in the description. That way, if I have really butchered their last names, at least you can look in the description and find out the correct spelling and be able to find ideas that they have. Um, but Haley says... Uh, she gives us detailed tour of her craft room filled with ideas to inspire you in organizing your own craft space. Don't overcrowd your drawers and storage spaces. Leave room to grow. Ha Haley says, I have to be very careful how I keep things organized in here because I am in so many different types of crafting that if I didn't have a system in place, it would just be a chaotic mess. Now, she says, adding wheels to your craft desk makes it easy to move out of the way when you aren't using it. That's a great tip. Put wheels on as many things as you can so that it can be moved out of the way as easy as possible. Storage cubes work well for craft storage because they are modular and can be configured in many ways to hold the supplies you have. You can also use the top surface of them to store your machines. Now, she talks about um, she bought all of her modular units from a craft store because they were modular. I know that there's a lot of organizers that love the IKEA and there are a lot that you love the Michaels. So you just have to find the system that works best for you and your type of crafting. And I love the cubes, but I also have uh, Walmart shelves that I will show you in another video. Um, and they're on wheels. Um, she says, think outside of the box when choosing a craft desk. A kitchen island works great, and that's what she added the wheels to. It was a kitchen island with a, sh a small uh, surface and a small shelf, and she put wheels on it so she can move that around if she needs to. Uh, now, I'm not sure. She also has a table that the leaves fold down. It's a white table. The leaves fold down. She keeps her... Uh, one of her cutting machines on that table and the leaves are fold down and it just goes up against the wall. But when she needs a big table surface, she pulls out that table, which does come on wheels and she lifts up the, the leaves and she has a big table space to work on. But when she's not working on it, it just folds down. She doesn't even have to move the machine necessarily. She just folds it down and moves it back up against the wall. So that was an uh, awesome thing to see. She says, adding command hooks to the sides of your crafting desk allows you to store paper trimmers, mats, and other tools out of the way, but still at arm's length. 
so you can grab it easily and put it back easily. Clear 12 by 12 storage bins are perfect for not only scrapbooking paper, but also holding rolls of vinyl. Vinyl sheets can be stored in a scrapbook album also. The uh, scraps um, and the sheets. Uh, photo storage containers will also hold cutting dies, hot foil dies, stickers, and lots of other supplies. Wrap fabric around pieces of foam board. Now, I do like the foam board, but you have to actually cut them all exactly the same size so that everything's uniform. I love the other idea. I wrap all of my fabric around the comic board cardboard books and you can get I think 50 or 100 in a package so you don't have to do a lot of cutting and if you have a lot of fabric that's going to save you a lot of time if you have a lot of fabric you don't want to have to cut everything out of foam core board um, your hands will be extremely tired now the uh, cardboard or uh, cardstock can be cut pretty easily with a a cutter, a, uh, you know, the cutter that comes down, a paper cutter. Um, but still, I just bought the those. They were not that expensive, and you can wrap your fabric around them, and you've got like 50. You don't have to sit there and cut 50 of them out. Uh, so I love that. But if you have just a little bit of stuff, wrap fabric around pieces of foam board. They can then be stored vertically, making it easy to see what you have. Rolling carts are easy to move and roll out of the way when you, when not in use. They are great for storing craft su supplies that work together for one particular craft. Now she has the roll, a lot of rolling carts with the drawers. She uses the drawers to hold felt and she uses another one to hold um, her Sunday school uh, packets. Um, she has, I think that's it, but anyway, she has the ones with the drawers, uh, and they're labeled for each color of felt, and, um, so she loves those. And take advantage of vertical space using pegboards and dress them up with trim for a finished look. All right, guys, that's another semi-short one. 18 minutes of ideas for your craft room. And I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks for watching.